0: Welcome to the Honest Mom Podcast, a real and honest look at motherhood through vulnerability, embarrassing stories, mistakes, and no BS. Hopefully you can relate, breathe a sigh of relief, and know you're never alone. Get ready for some honesty and to be a part of an incredible community of moms being honest. hello everyone welcome to season three of the honest mom podcast michelle here i welcome all those that are new to this podcast check out previous seasons the two before this uh, to get to know me better as well as the mission of this podcast this season three we're kind of switching things up a little bit still with that honest motherhood blanket but we're just kind of peppering in some new themes and just different ways to look at motherhood through other lenses uh some guests may be added in along uh, for today we are having a very <laughs> a much needed theme of wintering i um, am a certified yoga instructor i teach at a yoga studio in my community, a couple of them. And I am hosting a workshop in this month in January at Prana Yoga Center, which is in my hometown of Geneva, Illinois here. And I um, have gotten amazing feedback on this workshop which is an intimate one and already on a wait list situation with people asking me, what if I'm going to do this again, because it's just something that they definitely need and have struggled with the season of winter. I even got kind of a, I don't know, it was a i wouldn't say it was a hate comment um on when i posted about my workshop but a woman who i don't even know reached out on one of my storylines and said you know something about like i hate winter and there's a reason people don't look forward to it there was like caps locks involved like uh, just it was a paragraph of aggression about her hatred for winter and in response to my me posting about my workshop. So I just bid her adieu. I said, I'm so sorry you struggle with winter. That's why I'm hosting this workshop. You're not alone. Um, Namaste, right? (laughs) So uh, today, I just thought it would be a great way to open up this season since we are in the season of winter. It's a struggle for many people, especially mothers. Listening to past episodes of mine, you'll hear a few times how I mention that I had Brooklyn, my daughter, who is going to be 11 soon in February. I had her in February in the winter months, lots of snow during that time, including a snowstorm. her the day she was born and into that week, a lot of snow, a lot of being closed in in my home due to the weather, as well as like that cold and flu season fear you have as a brand new mom for the first time or second or third, whatever. And, just being isolated and beginning to hate a season because of what it associates with. So I was very isolated. I felt I was trapped um, in more ways than just with the weather. And so I had this negative outlook on winter where I actually thrive with the temperatures that are happening now. Um, I, really enjoy walking in the crunchy snow. I love looking at the snow. I am a snowstorm just adventurist. when there is a snowstorm, which we just recently had one here in the Chicagoland area. I am thrilled and I love now feeling that like closed in like cozy, can't go anywhere, you gotta chill, it's beautiful out. Going outside during a snowstorm and just that, just that odd silence that you hear when the first snow comes. Try, if you don't know what I'm talking about, try it. Go outside when it is snowing and just open your ears, close off your mind and listen to the stillness and the quietness during a snowstorm. It's quite magical, along with just looking at the beautiful flakes falling down. So I have had to do a lot of winter education and someone that inspired me was actually a woman who used to do my hair. She owns a salon here in Geneva, Gina Payne. I will have a link to her blog where she wrote about this. Gosh, I don't know how many years ago she wrote this blog article and she shared it with me when I was in her chair about appreciating the purpose of winter and the history behind like what winter is even about why we need it and how we can blend that in to why we need that theme in our own lives so that is why i am doing that because as moms whether your child is a newborn or if you are like me with e-learning right now because schools are closed with temperatures in the lows and the snow just trapping everyone in this episode is for you the winter blues if they get to you in any way if you have seasonal affective disorder which i'm not here to diagnose nor cure just here to just inspire and just give you some things that may help you during the season all right, so like other two seasons, we're going to start out with the mom card drawing of the week from the compendium piles. I have so many of these cards that I probably will go through many more seasons with them. So I love the card that I randomly drew for this segment, and the uh, card is, um, or the inspiration is from Pretty Mystery, and here it is: I am myself. I refuse to fit into what people want me to be or expect me to be. I am myself, I refuse to fit into what people want me to be or expect me to be. I really love this when it comes to this wintering topic and it will, maybe it'll connect with you a little bit more as we go on with this episode. So refusing to fit in to what people want me to be or expect me to be or in other words like what what you kind of maybe expect out of yourself what you think you should be doing and you should be you know go 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 and always on the run and outside active and doing this and exploring this and the go 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 theme as we go on with this episode you'll also hear the slow 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 theme and the reason for it and how to be more comfortable and confident with this purpose in your life that you need so much all right so i have the article here from gina payne she's with lola salon in geneva downtown geneva illinois and i'm going to read just a little bit of her blog here that just inspired me with this season um I just, I'm just i so excited to bring this into my workshop um, at Prana Yoga Center, and I just thank Gina for this. I will tag her in the, in the show notes. Here we go. The word winter comes from the old Germanic word, which means time of water. The water then replenishes the ground to get it ready for another season of growth. This winter, I have decided, is the season to still myself still my mind, body, and soul. Winter will be my time of water. I will soak in all that I have experienced so that come spring, everything will have taken root and blossom through summer. I am accepting winter as a part of the ebb and flow that is essential to a fulfilled life. I have to wonder if I have struggled with depression in the winter because I was not using this season as it's meant to be used. By using winter as a season of replenishment, rather than treating it like a season of growth, I will have more substantial harvest. It's so beautiful. So just totally changed my outlook of the season. And I did more research back in the day about it, which connected me more with this purpose of season along with my motherhood. So for example, yesterday was um, Martin Luther King Day and we had the day off, um, so no schoolwork or anything, and no e-learning where we had a full day of just kind of like, well, what do we do? It's so cold out that we cannot go outside for an extended period. Um, we've already like used our gift cards from the holidays, and you know, you have this like go, go, go mentality, like, what do we do? What's next? Where are we going? And yeah, you know, yesterday we just found that time of stillness, looking out at the beautiful snow. And, you know, we built a little Lego figurine. We relaxed and watched a movie, we played cards. And just kind of, there were times we where we really just didn't do anything, you know. We read for a little bit, we talked, and just cuddled on the couch. We goofed around, and just kind of, you know. I took a little siesta. I'm learning to take a little bit of a nap in the afternoon, and I've been able to fall asleep at night. That's always been my challenge with naps, but taking like a twenty minute little cat nap and just resetting your body, or a twenty minute shavasana. If you don't know what Shavasana is, I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's heavenly. And that Shavasana or that catnap, like the season of winter, almost resetting you for that afternoon little blah that we all seem to get into. So the, the, the wor- world of winter can definitely blend into just what your day is like and feeling like you constantly need to be going and growing where throughout your day, you definitely need times of rest and stillness. All right. We have a book here called Wintering, which a woman in yoga, this year's yoga teacher training uh, shared with me in one of my classes recently. And it's by an author named Catherine May, who has one, it looks like she has wonderful books. I'm not familiar with her. I purchased her book and started reading it. I'm about halfway through and the book is called Wintering. The Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times. And I am already in love with this book. It was a New York Times bestseller and it just really connects you with this purpose of this season. And there's a little story that like flows through this as well of hers, but um, so it's not a completely, you know, nonfiction um, self-help book or anything like that. I'm gonna turn, to this page here. I'm going to read a couple things from this book just to connect you with some things and a link to how to get the book will be in the show notes. All right, so this section from Wintering, I'm going to read, Everyone, everybody winters at one time or another, some winter over and over again. Wintering is a season in the cold. It is a fallow period in life when you're cut off from the world, feeling rejected, sidelined, blocked from progress, or cast into the role of an outsider. Perhaps it results from an illness or a life event, such as bereavement or the birth of a child. Perhaps it comes from humiliation or failure. Perhaps you're in a period of transition and have temporarily fallen between two worlds. Some winterings creep upon us more slowly, accompanying the, pre- accompanying the protracted death of a relationship, the gradual ratcheting up of caring responsibilities as our parents age, the drip, drip, drip of lost confidence. Some are appallingly sudden, like discovering one day that your skills are considered obsolete, the company you worked for has gone bankrupt, or your partner is in love with someone new. However it arrives, wintering is usually involuntarily lonely and deeply painful, yet it's also inevitable. We like to imagine that it's possible for life to be one eternal summer and that we have uniquely failed to achieve that for ourselves. We dream of an equatorial habit forever close to the sun An endless, unvarying high season. But life's not like that. Emotionally, we're prone to stifling summers and low, dark winters to sudden drops in temperature, to light and shade. Even if by some extraordinary stroke of self-control and good luck, we were able to keep control of our own health and happiness for an entire lifetime, we still couldn't avoid the winter. Our parents would age and die. Our friends would undertake minor acts of betrayal. The machinations of the world would eventually weigh against us. Somewhere along the line, we would screw up. Winter would quietly roll in. I love, love, love. I could read on and on with this book, but it is just everything that is woven into that is just so beautiful, how it's inevitable. And we see many people, my mother-in-law included, as well as some other people, escaping the winter, whether they completely move to a new destination or they snowbird, they escape that winter. And I get it, don't get me wrong. You know, if I'm 80 years old and still here and the winter bothers me, I may be moving to Boca. I don't know. But for now, I just love the changes of seasons, especially the season of winter and how I'm now forcing myself to slow down and not being so hard on myself that I'm not doing it all. Like the summer, the season of summer and the spring and summer where I feel like it's like go, 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 especially summer. I don't sit in my house that much because I'm like, it's gorgeous outside. I got to go. I got to do a bike ride. We got to go to the Morton Arboretum. We got to go here. We got to go there. Um, You know, in the winter, where are we going? Are we going to go on vacation, escape the winter? Where are we? Get some warmth. You know, it's each season, and this is definitely connected to the world of Ayurveda, which is the sister science of yoga, and how each season is so important to the world, but also to our own bodies and how we adapt to each season and respond to it. The temperatures, the humidity in the air, the dryness in the air, whatever comes our way, how we adjust to it. But as mothers, I feel like we're always in the season of summer, the go, 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 you know? And we are so hard on ourselves in the seasons of autumn when leaves are falling, things are starting to go to sleep and slow down and then going into that winter season of definite slowness and trying to fight it or feeling that we're failures and that transition is just super hard for us. So that is a great section of the book. I have another section of the book, but first, i was speaking of the world of ayurveda i'm going to share in the show notes a few of my favorite things i haven't done this in a little while i have a new company the ayurveda experience that i'm completely obsessed with they have i I haven't tried all of their products but i am right now because there's so many of them but i am obsessed with one of their body oils that my dosha is very um receptive to if you don't know what a dosha is (laughs) <laughs> Don't stress, I didn't know before my teach my yoga teacher training, and now I will put some links in the show notes um, if you want to get to know that. Um, there's a body oil. I have a facial oil that's amazing. I have a lip balm. I'm going to share all the different types. I also just purchased a hair oil um, that I put on my roots before I shower so we will see i will tell you when you're on that site it is quite addictive and you can just go through and buy almost everything they send you little freebies and samples too which i love they have their stuff on amazon but if you want those freebies i would suggest going through their store because um the more you buy the more little gifts that you get so, everything will be in the show notes, the Ayurveda experience, and then I will also explain what Ayurveda actually is. In Sanskrit, the word Ayur means life, and Veda means science. And it originated over 5,000 years ago in India, and it's basically a holistic science of health and wellness. And you combine that with the world of the physical practice of yoga, spiritual practice you've got like this full mind, body, spirit you know, wellness arena. So it's very, very, I'm very passionate about it. Um, with all that I'm learning, I still have so much to learn. And this is kind of a precursor with this season of me blending in, um, more of this like yoga inspired life that I have because yoga is beyond warrior two and It is something that has definitely changed my life, and it shouldn't, I'm not saying it's going to change yours, but maybe it will inspire you in some ways. All right, let's go to the next section here. I'm going to flip the page of this wintering book by Catherine May. All right, so I am on this page. Oh my God, you guys, my, my readers, I need, I don't have them with me. (laughs) the choice of being 47 and my eyes, no matter what contacts I get. All right, here we go. The times when we fall out of sync with everyday life remain taboo. That's really important, um, everyone. And I just, I talked about that just a few minutes ago. So when we fall out of sync with everyday life, which is usually chaotic for us, is somewhat taboo. If you're not hustling or running around, driving people, cooking this, cleaning that, if you're not in that same pace, there's something like taboo about actually acknowledging that. All right, here I go. We're not raised to recognize wintering or to acknowledge its inevitability. Instead, we tend to see it as a humiliation ding 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 something that we should be hidden that should be hidden from view lest we shock the world too greatly we put on a brave public face and grieve privately everyone i'm pausing there that is like my entire podcast seasons one two and now this episode about how we sit there and put on that brave public face and then we grieve privately if we even grieve at all all right continuing we pretend not to see other people's pain we treat each wintering as an embarrassingly an embarrassing anomaly that should be hidden or ignored this means we've made a secret of an entirely ordinary process and have thereby given those who endure it a pariah status forcing them to drop out of everyday life in order to conceal their failure. Yet, we do this at a great cost. Wintering brings about some of the most profound and insightful moments of our human experience, and wisdom resides in those who have wintered. In our relentlessly busy contemporary world, we are forever trying to defer the onset of winter. We don't ever dare to feel its full bite, and we don't dare to show the way that it ravages us. An occasional sharp wintering would do us good. We must stop believing that these times in our lives are somehow silly, a failure of nerve, a lack of willpower. We must stop trying to ignore them or dispose of them. They are real and they are asking something of us. We must learn to invite the winter in. We must never, oh, we may never choose to winter, but we can choose how. All right. (laughs) Again, we keep going through that like shame feeling the denial, the avoidance of such an important stage of our year, an important stage of our lives. I am in a wintering season right now in my perimenopausal stage, more to come with episodes on that, by the way, where I am learning how to slow down and not feel shame for it. I am saying no more to things. I've let go of some things in my life. I've let go of the hustle, feeling I need to make X amount of money, have these many careers, go here, go there, always be on the go, justifying my value and worth by what I'm doing, how many times I'm going off my friends, and how social I am, or the books I've written. So this theme of wintering parallels also the time when your body is changing and it's time and healthy and beneficial to slow the F down. All right. Let's see if we have time for another uh, segment. You know, I don't have, I'm gonna include, um, you can buy this book, obviously. I'm gonna include one more um, quote from this book, but I'll do it in the show notes versus reading it just based on timing. I wanna keep this under 30 minutes. All right, so I have a closing inspiration source, uh, um, and the source is from this wintering book by Catherine May. So I am gonna read this closing inspiration. Once we stop wishing it were summer, winter can be a glorious season in which the world takes on a sparse beauty and eve, the pavement sparkle. It's a time for reflection and recuperation, for slow replenishment, for putting your house in order doing those deeply unfashionable things, slowing down, letting your spare time expand, getting enough sleep and resting is a radical act now, but it is essential. This is a crossroads. We all know a moment when you need to shed a skin. If you do, you'll expose all those painful nerve endings and feel so raw that you'll need to take care of yourself for a while if you don't then that skin will harden around you it's one of the most important choices you'll ever make all right i love i love that closing inspiration so much content here you guys i i could go on for another two hours but as we all know as moms a 30 minute or under podcast is like the best gift ever. <laughs> so I hope you really enjoyed this theme. We can talk about it for sure more, whether it's on Instagram or reaching out to me on the side. I will put so many resources here, including the book Wintering by Katherine May, as well as some other things that I'm going to be sharing with my winter workshop. I have these winter themed inspirational affirmation cards that a woman on Etsy made and they are so beautiful and each inspirational affirmation has a winter theme to it. It's like, she read my mind, this woman. So I will put a link to that and other things um, regarding this season, Gina's article that I read in the beginning about, that inspired me with this topic in general, and I'm just still so grateful to her. I am grateful to you for listening, staying till the end and continuing this journey with the Honest Mom podcast and myself. If you would like to be a guest, if you are a yogi especially, I am going to be tying in yoga and motherhood in various ways, not the entire season, but it's become a passion of mine. Obviously, as you know, if you've listened and I have found many connections and intertwinings between the world of yoga and motherhood so i'm always you know and we're always here to learn and grow so you may surprise yourself you may never have been into yoga but take a listen and the worst thing is you you do is you press stop and stop listening but i really appreciate each and every one of you thank you for listening and sharing i'm looking forward to this new season with you all a great 2024 better than last year for sure and i just wish you all well and thank you so much for being here today. Hey there, mom. Thanks so much for listening today, for making time for yourself and for sharing this episode with another mom that may need it. If you have any feedback, honest feedback, head over to Apple or Spotify and leave a review letting me know what you think, an honest review. I look forward to sharing more episodes with you every other week And I just appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much moms. And until we meet again, take one small step towards your honest motherhood.